0: Everybody and welcome to episode four of Pop Goes the Culture. I feel like today's probably going to be a fairly short episode, uh, but let's jump right in. The first thing I wanted to talk about today is um, movie reviews, which I since last episode I've only seen one movie. Um, last week just happened to be a buildup of a bunch of movies, and I hadn't started doing the reviews yet. Um, so the movie that I saw. On Monday, I think it was, I saw Spy. And I give that five stars. Honestly, it's been a while since I've gone to a theater and laughed as much as I did. And again, just like last week, Melissa McCarthy is a badass. Um, I mean, it plays to the tune a lot of her other films that she's done. Sort of the observation of the underdog, and in some cases, the underdog rising to uh, a cause and saving the day kind of thing. But I think it was a very fresh take on on some of her comedy, and the entire cast was great. It was was really funny actually seeing Jason Statham in a funny role. I don't really remember ever seeing him in kind of a comedic role. He's always had a very serious, action-packed kind of filmography. But if you're looking for a laugh, I highly, highly recommend it. It will be well worth your money. Guys, we are in the final countdown to Teen Wolf Season 5. Monday marked four weeks, officially four weeks, until uh, the first episode of Season 5. And MTV Teen Wolf Twitter account has decided to bring death upon us all and give us a daily reminder of our slow descent to our demise, basically. Uh, They're just giving... (laughs) daily pictures and countdowns and things like that, um, which is great. I, I like that they're getting so involved with the fans and and getting us really rare to go for this episode. episode uh, two episodes, actually. And, of course, as we get closer and closer to this season premiere, our questions multiply. What the hell is going to happen this season? Who are the doctors, and what is their intent? Are they? Is their intent just to F stuff up, or... Do they have some other motive behind? I mean, of course, there's always a hidden agenda. Uh, why does Scott feel like everything is his fault? And thanks to an article by People Magazine, we now have to ask, who's going to be coming back to the show? There was one part in the article that said that the likelihood of someone who has died coming back is pretty slim. So we can probably count Crystal out of uh, you know out of coming back. Uh, so who who does that leave? Does that leave uh, Hecklin coming back at some point? Does that leave Colton coming back since um, Jackson has been in London? I don't know. What do you guys think? If you have any speculations, just tweet me at neverletgoharry and the A in Harry is an X. Also, keep sending your predictions into MTVTeenWolf using the hashtag TeenWolfPredictions. Uh, I know they're on the lookout for a lot of cool, funny, or interesting. Uh, predictions for the new season, uh, and they said that they're going to be putting some of them on Wolf Watch. So that'd be really cool if some of you guys could get your tweets seen on Wolf Watch. Speaking of Wolf Watch, Tyler Posey is going to be hosting it. God bless us all. Another little interesting tidbit, uh, Entertainment Weekly just put out a new issue, and they have an interview that they did with Holland Roden, Tyler Posey, and Dylan O'Brien, and apparently they were intoxicated and answering some pretty funny questions. So if you're able to get your hands on a, the, new, the newest issue of Entertainment Weekly, I highly recommend it. I haven't done it, and I really need to. Um, so everyone go out and get it now. So easily the biggest countdown, in my personal life at least, is officially down to the wire. Uh, Monday marked two months until my Ocher date at M&T Bank Stadium in Baltimore, Maryland. So if you're going to that, definitely hit me up. I would love to meet any of you guys. Uh, I'll be there with my best friend, and we'll be living it up. I still haven't picked out a concert outfit, which at this point is going to be basically impossible, but I will make do. Also, I'm super excited because last year at Nationals Park in D.C. for the One Direction concert, I was still underage, and I turned 21 this past November. So this will be my first official One Direction concert, being slightly intoxicated probably. Um, Not that I need to drink to have a good time, because I completely don't need that. Um, I don't drink on the regular, and I don't think you need to drink to have a good time but it'll be interesting to see what happens. I'm not close enough to the stage to drunkenly throw myself at them, but I'm on the floor. So watch out, kiddos. Dear God, I'm the cheesiest person ever. I swear, I keep listening to, like, other podcasts and thinking, theirs sounds so much better than mine, because mine's literally just a jumble of nonsense. Alright, to continue on with One Direction-related news... Uh, June 5th, which is Friday, I believe, was the start to the European leg of their tour. They've been off for two months, and they're officially back, and life is good again. Twitter, which was not horribly boring when they were gone, is officially alive again. So June 5th and 6th, they had concerts in Cardiff, Wales, and on the 6th, actually, they had to uh, go back to London for the Capital FM Summertime Ball, which is always an amazing thing. I... I'm so jealous of anybody that gets to attend that event because it is just a conglomeration of some of the best artists in the world, um, and it always looks like a really, really great time. That's actually one of the things that I love about the UK most, is that you've got all of these really vibrant cities in such a small space, like, you, it's so easy to get to each each city, uh, just by train or by car. I mean, the train system there is amazing, and it it's so easy to travel throughout the country. Whereas here, yes, we can travel, um, you know, from state to state and things like that. But it's it takes so much longer to get to the really big cities. You know, New York City, uh, Orlando, uh, you know, L.A., things like that. It just it's a lot harder to be able to to attend you know, music events and things of that nature when all of the cities that they would be in generally are really far apart. And I know the statement doesn't really apply to the people that live in or around those big cities that I mentioned, um, but for people like me that live in more remote areas, by comparison at least, it makes it a lot harder. I mean, New York City is five hours away. Orlando is 14 hours away. Uh, L.A. is gosh, driving three days away, but plane would be like seven or eight hours away. So it just, it's kind of interesting to think about how everything's kind of on a smaller scale over there. I mean, if you if you think about wanting to go on a road trip to follow your band here, it's a, so much harder. But if you want to see all the UK shows in one go, it just seems a lot easier. Um, if you live in the UK and you feel like this is, wrong or, you know, exactly the same to what I'm talking about in America, feel free to let me know. Um, just kind of my perspective, having lived there for a few months and kind of seeing the way travel and things that are there. So jumping back to the Capital FM Summertime Ball really quickly. Um, it's just this huge annual concert they have every year in Wembley Stadium, and they bring in a lot of popular artists from across the world. Uh, just a few of the ones that they had... Uh, Of course, One Direction, they had Little Mix, Jason Derulo, Neo, Fifth Harmony, Avicii, Kelly Clarkson, Pitbull, I think, was on there, Um, you know, just to name a few of the people that were on the list. If you want to see the full lineup, you can go to the Capital FM website, and also if you find the Capital FM channel on YouTube, you can watch pretty much all of the videos from the entire show. So something pretty exciting happened basically just a few hours ago. Uh, if you guys didn't know already, I'm a huge fan of Tyler Posey and Tyler Schnabel's podcast, Doing It Raw. And uh, they just released their third episode, which we've all been you know, patiently waiting for. And we know that they've been so busy with shooting Teen Wolf and everything like that. So it was really nice to see them finally post something. And so, of course, I listened to it. And just to kind of give some backstory on something that happened a few weeks ago, which I don't think that I shared with you guys, um, basically, one of my Twitter mutuals who happened to listen to one of my podcasts where I was talking about, um, Doing It Raw and Tyler Schnabel and Tyler Posey, she ended up contacting me and, you know, letting me know that she went to high school with Schnabel. And so, we just talked a little bit, said it was kind of small world, you know, situation, and... Um, later on, she ended up messaging me and showing me that she had contacted him and let him know about my podcast, which is amazing, and I will forever be grateful for that. And so she ended up sharing my Twitter at and uh, my podcast name, and he was like, "Well, maybe we can give her a shout out on the next episode." So of course, you know, I went to go listen to. The new episode, and I knew regardless of whether they said anything about my podcast or not, it was going to be a great episode. So it wasn't even with that intent. Um, But I ended up not hearing anything, which is totally fine. And contacting the girl back because she said, you know, if if you hear anything, whether or not you hear anything, just let me know. Um, Keep me updated on on that sort of stuff. So I messaged her and I said, hey, didn't hear anything, but it's totally fine. Like I understand they're super super busy and. Honestly, it was a few weeks ago, so they might have just forgotten by now. And I just said to her, you know, it'd be really cool if, whether it's now or weeks from now, if there was some sort of interaction. And she just said, keep trying. Uh, We're both well aware of the high amount of traffic on Twitter. We know that, you know, people like celebrities or just bigger accounts in general. It's going to be harder for them to filter through their notifications and see people that are tweeting at them, you know, stuff like that. So, I took a chance on it and I decided to tweet at Tyler Schnabel just to see if he'd say anything back. And I basically just said, Hey, just listened to episode three, you know, great stuff. Um, Reminded him that his friend, or, you know, aka my Twitter mutual, had passed on the message that he and Tyler were happy that their podcast had inspired me to start my own and that I hope that one day my podcast could reach the level of genius that is, doing it raw. And I sent it out into the Twitter sphere, hoping for the best. And I kid you not, four minutes later, he replied. And I basically died, internally, of internal bleeding. That's, you know, probably what happened. And he again said that he and Tyler really loved hearing that I was inspired and thanked me for being a fan. And I ended up, you know, saying, you know, it's such a small world about your friend and that I was really happy that they got to reconnect. Because I, I, that was honestly one of the coolest parts of this whole experience is that she just happened to be listening to my podcast and I mentioned him and she was like, oh, I went to high school with him. And then so they just started talking again. I also decided to be really ballsy and just throw it out there. But I basically just said, if I'm ever in L.A. in the future... Would it be cool if we met up, if you guys were on my podcast? You know, that sort of thing. Because why the hell not? I mean, you know, if I've got his attention, I might as well ask, because it's definitely something that I'm interested in, and I'm doing this because of them. It just made sense. And I know it was a really ballsy question to ask right from the get-go, but... And he basically said, you know, maybe. Uh, Just contact me again when you're out here, if and when you're out here. And... Honestly, that's as good of an answer as any. And I thought it was really nice of him to kind of leave that conversational door open um, rather than just being like, no, it's not going to work out. Uh, But he kind of left that up to me, if and when in the case that I am out there. Um, So thank you so much for that, Tyler. And if you hear this, I really appreciate your kind gesture and hope that it works out if I can get out there. Also, he ended up coming back in another tweet and asking what my name is, which of course is a kick to the fangirl gut. Again, Tyler, if you're listening to this, just so you know, my name is pronounced Kenan, not Keenan like Keenan and Kel, which was hilarious, but continues to ruin my life to this day. All in all, it was a really, really amazing experience, and I know for some people it might not make sense. I mean, I hope that most of the people that follow me on Twitter do understand, because... Everyone is tweeting, you know, the boys of One Direction constantly. Um, But just to have someone that you look up to, and in such a a one-in-a-million kind of world, to have them notice you and, and make that effort to kind of reach out to you, it's really like nothing else, honestly. And just a huge level of satisfaction and happiness and achievement, I guess. Just to finish off this segment, um, if you haven't heard episode 3 of Doing It Raw, I highly, highly recommend it. Um, Friends Porn had to be the golden moment of the entire episode. Um, But they are honestly hilarious, and they're a great team to work together for the podcast. So go follow them on SoundCloud, go follow them on iTunes, and start listening because it is well worth it. Okay, so this next segment is going to be a little bit serious and it's something that hits really close to home and the whole thing with Schnabel kind of brought it back in my mind basically as i've progressed through college and experienced kind of the work world and things like that i've encountered things that about the work world that make it hard to feel comfortable i guess As I mentioned, I think it was last episode, I have struggled with my weight for a good part of my life, and I'm constantly working on it. And just like anything else, it's day to day, honestly. And of course, as I've progressed on towards, you know, the prospects of looking at a career or things like that, um, it's kind of brought it into perspective, the kind of people that I may encounter in the work world. And even when I was younger, I mean, from before I can remember, my only dream in life was to be a singer. And it still is, and it's still something that I hold on to dearly. It's just something that I've struggled with because um, when I was in high school, I really wanted to try out for a lot of shows. I did try out for one show, um, didn't go anywhere. But later on, when I wanted to pursue some more shows, the prospect of trying out for some more shows, I remember having arguments with family members about, well, maybe you should wait until you've lost some weight, or maybe you should wait until you feel slash look better, um, which was really hard for me. You know, I had to think about the fact that it truly is a doggy dog world out there, and especially in the entertainment industry. And it was particularly hard for me because the prospect of Someone being turned away, regardless of their talent, um, someone being turned away because of their appearance, just appalled me. I don't know. It just made me fear going for my dream, I guess. And of course, it was a huge shot to my self-esteem, which was already low to begin with. Um, But as I progressed through high school, I, I learned that I had to be confident for myself, regardless of how I felt on the outside. Because I did a lot of theater, did a lot of music-related things, and I wanted to have the good roles. I wanted to be seen on stage, you know, I wanted those things that any other person would have. And so I had to be confident for myself. And I distinctly remember my theater teacher being a huge help with my confidence, and um, I ended up having kind of one of the main roles in my senior musical And she really pushed me to be confident in myself and my voice and my appearance, which was the hardest thing for me. But over the years, I was able to build my confidence up and um, be comfortable with who I was. And I think that the person that I am deep down really is the support system for how I feel on the outside. Um, I really had to learn to be emotionally strong and kind of stay true to myself, regardless of what people around me thought of me. So years passed, and I continued to struggle with my weight, and um, still continued to, matter of fact. Uh, but I can count on another situation where I was judged for my appearance, I suppose. And it was my first internship, actually, in London, nonetheless. So, first day I go in, it's the first day I'm meeting my new boss, and not even 30 minutes to an hour into my shift, uh, she basically approaches me and starts asking me questions about my weight, and, you know, tells me a success story about her daughter, which was great, you know, it's just kind of sharing that, but then she, you know, prodded about my family, and if they were in the same situation I was... And I don't know, it just felt really inappropriate, especially being the first day, and it definitely made me think back on how I felt prior to, you know, trying out for shows and things of that nature, that kind of feeling where you feel like you can't do it just because of the situation you're in. And that's how she made me feel. That's how her conversation with me and her reaction to me made me feel. It made me feel like just because of the situation that I'm dealing with in my personal life means that I can't do the job that she expects me to do, which is just stupid. Because I was just working in an office, first of all, not saying that you should be you know, restrained by what type of job you want to do just because of whatever you're dealing with. And it was one of the first times that I truly kind of deep down went, oh my gosh, what if I don't get a job because of this? You know, what if I can't ever find a job that I'm truly happy with because of this stupid situation that I'm in? And I had to very quickly remind myself of the confidence wall that I had built up in high school and kind of bringing that back because this is me right now. And I can't change that immediately. As much as I would love to snap my fingers and make it all go away, I I just can't, I can't. Um, But it's something that I want to work on and I wanna continue work on and it's gonna take time. But for now, this is me. And if someone doesn't wanna hire me or can't hire me in the now because they're afraid of what I won't be able to do tomorrow, then I don't need to work for them anyway. So I made the decision to approach the group that had placed me in that internship specifically and express the fact that I was really um, shaken by what had happened. And they ended up placing me in another internship. And I'm sure there's some people out there that would say that I was a coward for running away from the situation rather than standing up to the woman. But honestly... I think I was strong. I was strong for walking out and for not wanting to take that constant judgment that I was afraid of facing every single day. And it worked out for the better because I got placed in an amazing internship and they didn't judge my work ability on my appearance. I mean, maybe deep down they did. You know, we're all intrinsically judgmental. We're all guilty of being judgmental of people. Um, but the difference between them and the woman before them is that they allowed me to show them my potential without letting their judgments get in the way of my workability. And you know, one day, I truly hope that I feel 100% healthy and happy with myself because everybody deserves to feel that way. And it's going to be a struggle, it's going to take time, and that's okay. But I need to remember a few things. And if you struggle with the same thing or, or anything else that you feel like is holding you back, just be able to tell yourself that it's okay. That it's okay to struggle and live your life at the same time. Because I'm not going to let my current struggles keep me from reaching for my dreams. No one can tell me, you know, that just because I have the struggle that I do, that I can't have the job that I want, uh, that I can't travel to the places that I want to, or be the person that makes me happy inside, or even search for love when I need it the most, when I need that support system behind me. I'm not going to let anybody define me. I'm not going to let any employers define me. I'm not going to let my friends define me. And in the same way, I'm not going to let my weight define me. You know, every day I'm going to fight for myself. Because at the end of the day, it's my happiness that's at stake. And I want you guys out there to understand this, is that don't let anybody tell you who to be. Don't let them keep you from being the person that makes you happiest in the world. And always, always fight for your dreams. Don't let other people tell you you can't do something. And don't let them make you believe that you can't do something. Because you can. I thought I couldn't for a long time. And I still struggle with it. It's, it's going to be an ever-constant struggle for me and for people like me. But be strong. Be strong for yourself. And strive to be the person that you truly want to be, not what anybody else tells you to be. Okay, whoo Sorry for that serious little segment there, guys, but I just wanted to get up my chest, and I really... Just hope that my words, you know, can reach some people that might need to hear that for themselves and, you know, get a confidence boost for themselves. Because I know when I had been struggling with it in the past, that's, that's all I wanted. I wanted somebody to tell me that I could do it. And it was the few people that did tell me that I could do it that, that helped get me through everything that I was dealing with. So as always, the last little segment is going to be music recommendations, and I'll be adding the three songs to the Pop Goes the Culture playlist on Spotify, and I'll, of course, leave the link in the description of the podcast. I've got an odd little bunch of songs today, um, but to start out with the first one is Wishes uh, by Peebo Bryson and Kimberly Locke. And Now, if you're not familiar with that song, it is the song for the fireworks display at Magic Kingdom. And of course, it's a cover of it because the one in the show is um, just a woman singing, I think. Um, But of course, Peebo Bryson is famous for a ton of Disney music, um, as well as Kimberly Lock actually. So definitely go listen to that. It's great. It's really sweet and inspirational. My second song recommendation is Truth or Dare by Mariana's Trench. I actually found them on the Teen Wolf playlist on Spotify, uh, but I don't remember if that song in particular was on the playlist, or if I ended up just looking more songs up by them. And my third song recommendation is Flashlight by Jesse J, uh, which is also in the movie Pitch Perfect 2 at the very end. Um, just really beautiful song. Both versions of them are gorgeous. I love Jessie J, so it was really great to have another song of hers come out. And strangely enough, at the time that I watched Pitch Perfect 2, I didn't realize that it was her song. And so it was a great surprise to look it up and find out that it was. Alright guys, so that wraps up episode 4. I hope you enjoyed it, and make sure to tune in next week for episode 5. I know I've been a little inconsistent with the day that I've been posting the podcasts on, um, but with my schedule, I just basically do it whenever I get around to it and when I have time. So just keep an eye out for one. Uh, It should be at least one podcast a week, and whether it's the same day or not. Um, But I really appreciate you guys listening and um, will welcome any feedback, so feel free to tweet at me, DM me, um, comment on the podcast, anything like that. Again, thanks for listening and love you guys. I really hope you have a great week.